We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 82 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I have been writing about games for a very long time. Places like IGN and most recently Pixelkin. I am joined, as always, by our resident dad, Stephen Deutzman, who is the editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three. Hi, Stephen. Hi, everybody. Once again, I am gaming, literally gaming with moms because they are plural and it's great. <laughs> yeah. And then also uh, joined by Regina McMenemy, who is from the Geek Embassy and is writing the forthcoming book, Ga- Mothering the Game. I almost got that wrong. Mothering the Game. <laughs> Hi, Regina. <laughs> Gaming the Mother. Wait, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something else in I think That'd be such a cool book. I would uh, totally buy that. I think that that's, that's that probably what, what every teenager tries to do at some point, right? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See that. Or Definitely. dad. Or dad. or dad, yes. <laughs> oh, man. So I got the most awesome present in the mail today that I think I will ever receive, and that is my leather Wonder Woman jacket, which is unbelievable. Thank you so much to my darling husband um, who got that for me as a late uh, solstice present, but it's awesome. It's cool. He's got a fancy camera. He's going to take better, better pictures of it when he gets home than the ones that I posted on Facebook, so... Um, it looks cool so, in your pictures on Facebook, so and Thanks. and and you have officially completed your requirement that you refer to him as a darling husband on air. <laughs> right. So good job. I want to make sure that the contractual Came arrangement, <laughs> yeah, the, at least theoretically. Um, but we've got you know at least the at least the on air part has been taken care of. I can yes. confirm this. Regina is a witness. Yes, got you covered. <laughs> You referred right. to him as your darling husband. Look, I have yes. a copy of a Wonder Woman um, comic here. I can actually put my hand nice. on Wonder Woman Very and cool. Bionic oh Woman and can swear that you called him darling husband. Hand okay, Wonder Woman. awesome. Oh, you Swearing swear on, on the, the Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman comic. Yes, that's awesome. Very, yeah. very cool. Like, how, how many, <laughs> I mean, I'm down. <laughs> oh, wow. Sure, why that not? That is great. Um what else has been going on? Anna has been unbelievably difficult. I swear, I swear someone is giving her crack. She has just been completely, <laughs> like, just all, and, I mean, she's she's very energetic, but at the same time, she is like, you know, she turned it up to 11 these last couple of days, and it's been insane. Hmm. Um, and then part of that, I think, was we went to a birthday party on Monday afternoon, where there were 15 kids, all between the ages of one and six, and uh, you what? (laughs) Can you imagine what that sounded like? And they're all friends, and they all they all had a blast. (laughs) Needed to say, the one year old actually took her first steps during the party. Oh wow, that's cool to see. Yes, but yeah, I needless to say, I came home and popped some Tylenol right away because that's a beehive. You were literally inside (laughs) of a beehive. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Those are not parties for me. Right. Those are not parties for me. That's why I have. That's why I have a wife because I can't. <laughs> I can't. There's too many. There's too many right. children. It's just I can't. There's too many. It's too many. I, ha- I have an experience. Maybe if they were outside. Were they outside? Oh yes. Yeah. No. 
No, they were not too cold. Too cold for us. Yeah, it was too cold. They're inside my friend's house, who is, I mean, it's not a tiny little house, but it's not like massive either. And the whole second floor was, you know, gated off so that children couldn't wander up there and, you know, break things. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, so yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a lot of laughing and high pitched squealing in a. Were there casualties? There were not. There was someone who slipped and fell. But that was very, very quickly um, made better by her mommy. So, so yeah, we had some issues with people not wanting to share. Mm. But you have those issues with kids all the yeah, time. Yeah, no matter where. So, yeah. yeah. But the thing that's cool is, like, it's all my group of really, really close um, mom's friends from my mom's club. And so we all sort of have this sort of unwritten agreement that anybody can uh, discipline anybody else's kids up to a certain degree. So, like, if I see my kid playing with one of the other kids and the other kid is being a jerk, I can tell that kid to stop being a jerk and his his or her mom won't get yep. mad at me for it. So, That's so yeah. 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 There he is. We have that understanding with my, uh, my LARP team. Uh-huh. We all have children now, and there's a lot of them because I have three, another one has two, another one has three, two. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's, we're outnumbered, basically. Um, and... <laughs> I was the first, yeah, like, we were the first, because Evan's the oldest. Yeah. And so, at first, people were like, you know, is it okay if he's stepping out of line? And I'm like, listen, put just, I mean, don't be stupid, but like, you know, if he's being <laughs> dumb, like, tell him he's being dumb. Like, I mean, sometimes kids just need to be reminded. Like, yeah, yeah. Being like, bro. And so, I do the bro thing. Like, if there's kids that are, like, being stupid, and I just look at them, and I go, bro, Really? <laughs> and then they stop and that's not really disciplining that's just like come on man really that's just calling really? attention yeah. to behavior exactly. yeah and half, yeah and half yeah. the time they figure it out i mean i'm not gonna like put anybody in timeout or like you know truss them up from a tree you know like <laughs> right. not having them pick out their own switch in the backyard or any of that stuff but like <laughs> you know like it's just like the, the understood thing is like no yeah i mean you know especially when you're a group of friends and you're all comfortable yeah. with each other it's just like come on let's yeah. just let's just make everything easier and it does because then you don't have you know people can get a chance to relax because yeah. we're all parents we know what we're doing I mean yeah the par- and, and the only people that say parents don't know what they're doing are moms groups and dads groups on Facebook everybody else we kind of get it <laughs> parents understand we're all in the trenches together right yeah yes we absolutely are well the so internet gotta... in general is bad for that not just moms dads and well, moms groups yes. the internet in general is bad for you don't know what you're That's... doing and I know better. That's true. Um, so we got a tweet from a listener, which we love. It's like, yes, yay. Uh, yes, I know that somebody is out there listening to us. Um, so uh, oh, from refreshing. Morgan New Blair, who is at straw, it's not vegetarian, vegetarian, I guess is how you would pronounce that. Um, was I'm it crazy? Vegetarian. Vegetarian. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. It, it's if you it's if you possible. read between the lines. Um, uh, but kind of called us out on how we talked about uh, frog fractions last week. And Stephen has a response. But before I let Stephen give his response, I'm going to give a disclaimer. Stephen's response does not represent mine or Regina's or the podcast in general's feelings on this topic. Because I haven't heard Stephen's response yet. So, Stephen, go ahead. Give your response. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My response is twofold. 
number threefold, really. First off, obviously, that's awesome. Tweet at us. We love that. Tweet yeah. at me. Yep. Email us. Join the Facebook group and, and engagefamilygaming.com slash community. Yell at us all you want. Totally fine. That was great. I was excited because I got Facebook notif I got Twitter notifications. And I was like, who is this? Because normally it's like, you know, spam bots, and it was like an actual human being, and it was great. So I did not, I contemplated responding in that moment, and I decided not to. And part of that was because um, this person knows my voice, and I figured it'd be a better time to just, watch, and also it's content, right? <laughs> let's just do it on, right. let's do it on air. So yeah. that's why you did not get an immediate response from me. I was not ignoring you. Um, I wanted to do it on air. The other piece is I wanted to do my homework, because it, they, they made a very good point. And that is that I was, I'll admit, unnecessarily critical of a topic that I did not fully understand the importance of. The reality is, at the end of the day, all video games are trivial. Everything we talk about is stupid on some level or another. <laughs> um, so, and so what is important to me, Power Rangers, Transformers, The Rock, and like, you know, Vision. other stupid things. And The Vision, don't you dare <laughs> haul in the, the Vision into this. Um, the vision is if you think the vision is stupid, then we'll really have need a disclaimer. So, um, so but there's a lot of things that I think are dumb that are super important to other people and vice versa. Because Lord knows, every time I show my wife a picture of the new Power Rangers guys that are coming out in Japan in a couple weeks, she's like, "I really don't care, sweetheart." <laughs> she just doesn't care. So uh, I want to apologize for that. I certainly didn't want to make light of something that other people enjoy. However, there was one thing that he did say, or she, I don't know, they did not gender themselves, and I apologize if I'm using the incorrect pronouns. How about I'll say they? One thing they said that I did take umbrage with, um, at least in the slightest way, is the idea that I am not supposed to have an opinion on everything. That is actually a falsehood. I am here to have opinions. That's why I have a microphone. Um, <laughs> now, you're right, I should control my opinions, etc. But the reality is, if your expectation is that I'm going to come here and report the NBC Nightly News, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I will have an opinion on everything we talk about, and I will, but I will endeavor to not be a jackhole about it. How about that? Or you can continue to tweet at him, which, you know, I'm sure. Well, I mean, we would by, love all that. Means, yeah. by all means, tweet, tweet at me like crazy. But I will, um, <laughs> but I'm going to have... I'm, I have to have opinions about stuff. That's what I'm here for. Yes. Like, they, this, is the, this is the group that we have now. Nicole is here for her indus, industry expertise. She knows literally everyone on earth. Um, <laughs> and Regina is here because she is a scholar, literally a scholar. <laughs> of games. Um, of trivial of things games, like games. A scholar <laughs> of games and soon-to-be-published author and... I am literally just the idiot that talks. I'm like the Adam Carolla, <laughs> you know, um, I'm the Adam, I'm the color commentary guy, um, you know, and that's okay, you know, and, and so that is my, that is my only response. I'm the color commentary guy, um, I, I, I but I, I appreciate that if I'm going to talk junk, I should at least talk junk about the stupid things that I like and not the let's be faced stupid things that other people like because everything we talk about here is stupid stupid right yes yes i think i think we Was can that... safely say that so so morgan is that an acceptable by us. the way I, I think that's no, acceptable. No, no, before we go is that acceptable that's fine can we yes, get an I endorsement so. from the podcast that that's a fair I thing think for me to say it is a fair thing for you to say 
but Morgan, thanks so much for tweeting at us. We'd love to continue having these conversations. Um, so let's see. We got decent about a bit of news. You know, it's funny now that I'm not um, actually doing Pixelkin anymore, that I keep losing track about what it was that we talked about last week and like even what day it was last week that we <laughs> talked because I'm going through stories trying to remember if, if I'm repeating myself or not um, but I I will do the best I can I try it'd to be look like, at dates it'd be like maybe if you sent us an email that you could well, refer back to I with a list of all the topics we talk about <laughs> yeah so if there might be a record keeping system already in place yeah Thanks. Oh, uh, was that was that was that me being a jerk? Yes. Regina? <laughs> no, that's all right. Can you fill me in? Because uh, sometimes I forget. No. Maybe a little no, bit. No, no. It's fine. It's fine. Um but there is quite a bit of news that I, I am sure it happened this week because I didn't grab any stories that were more than two days old. Um <laughs> so uh CES is going on this week. CES is the computer electronics show, which a nice little trivia fact e3 used to be a part of but then it split off i didn't know that and also the commuter commuter computer electronics show used to be held in atlanta georgia go figure now it's in las vegas um uh, because it's huge because of course and right. there was right right of course it's in vegas yeah um so they uh they announced some accessories we all love accessories <laughs> for the nintendo switch and the nes classic edition so there will be a foldable headset for the Switch. Sure. <laughs> because, sure. because, because reasons. That, yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's a Nintendo Switch starter kit, which will include uh, a carrying bag, a carry bag, that's how they say it, stereo, stere- I cannot talk today, stereo earbuds, a cleaning cloth, screen protector, control caps, what is a control cap? And game cases. They're, they're button oh. covers so that when you have it in the case... Oh. You don't accidentally push the button. That okay. that might actually not be a bad purchase. This thing is yeah. going to be. This is the entire console that you're going to be putting in your butt pocket. Like for well, I mean, okay, if you're a dude, you put it in your butt pocket. I know they don't give you guys pockets, but um, you're going to be putting it in your purse and just jostling it around all over the place, right? Like it could it could mush. Th- I, I, it's a soft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that these this of all the things that I have ever been like, man, a starter kit for a like. I, I you're not gonna put like a hard shell around your PS4 because it doesn't move, right? right? Yeah. But like this thing moves. Yeah. The only issue that I have is, and I'm sure they have the specs because I'm sure it's licensed, is like you can't really put a big case on this thing, right? Because mm. you got to put it in the dock. Yeah. So I'm a little worried about that because I immediately I was like, man, we got to get a Nerf case for this thing because if I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna buy this $300 piece of equipment, hand it to my toddler. And have her Gronk spike it like a right. tight end for the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like, I just, you know. So, yeah. but, and then I was like, oh, case. And then Evan, my oldest, was like, but dad, like, how are we going to get a case for it? We'll never fit it into the base. And I was like, uh, you're right. <laughs> and and that sigh was, number one, because I have a kid smart enough to be smarter than me. Great. <laughs> and second of all, he was right. It's kind of scary. But I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure there will yeah. be cases for it. Right? Yes. Yes, right. absolutely. January 12th. It's the 12th, right? That's when we're learning all yeah, the details about the Switch. Yeah, it is. Um, so other stuff uh, for the NES Classic Edition, there is a power adapter. Um, 
that has USB. And then this one, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that you're happy about, um, Steven, is there's an extension cable for the gamepad so that you don't have to sit very close to your TV. Because what was the, the cord was really short, right? Cord's two and a half feet. You know what? I have completely circumvented that, and oh, okay. I just use a big, long HDMI cord. And honestly, uh, I think that that's the definitive way to use it because you need the reset button in order to get back to the mem- uh, to the menu screen. Oh, okay. Also, like you can get a freaking fifty foot like HDMI cord for like a buck and a half on Amazon with Prime shipping. Like, yeah. So unless this yeah. extender cord is somehow cheaper than an HDMI co- cable at this point, I, I don't know if it's necessary. I mean, I think it's okay. cool. Yeah. But I don't I don't think it's really necessary. I think that. It's better to just use the HDMI cable. Okay, cool. It's a better investment because you can use that for other stuff anyway. So I mean, it's right. You know, I suppose it's something right. that's console specific. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially this console because right. it's not an expansion. This is more of a toy. Right. 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 I mean, it's. I hesitate to call it a console. I love this thing. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest thing on earth. But it's not a console. Like it doesn't live in a console shelf on my entertainment center. It right. lives with other games. Mm-hmm. So I just plug it in when I want it. Yeah. Although. The USB power cord, I am down as all get out with that because that makes things easier to plug it in. Cool. Very cool. So, yeah, so this is Nintendo news from CES. Like we said, January 12th. We should be getting all of the details on the Switch, what it does, how it works, and when it's coming out. And we will Do have we have fun. an episode before then? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at my calendar. Today's I'm the sure third. I, yeah, I, so it'll be the 10th or the 4th. It will be on that day. Oh. That we'll oh. be recording again a second. No, one, no, so. no. Yes. We're th- our next one is the eleventh. Uh, but they. Oh. Right. So oh. On the eleventh is our next out. regular recording. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Next week we got to do predictions. Yes. <laughs> but no bets. Right. Predictions, but exactly. no bets. I don't bet with you anymore because you're evil. <laughs> oh, let's see. Other news here. Now, this makes me very, very sad. Um, Rihanna Pratchett, who has been the lead writer on the Tomb Raider games, the reboot games, is not going to be writing these Tomb Raider games anymore. And, I mean, that's not necessarily a terrible thing. There are plenty of great writers out there that could totally take the helm and do a really good job. But I was also sad late last year, um, Brian Horton, who has been the game's director, also left. So, I don't know. I hope that it doesn't mean bad things. But um, but Rihanna Pratchett is awesome. We're going to keep seeing her and many other things. Uh, she's, re- I mean, if you don't know very much about her. So, besides the Tomb Raider stuff, um, she worked on Beyond Divinity. She worked on the story for Mirror's Edge and Prince of Persia. And she was also one of the writers on Bioshock Infinite. So she yeah. is, like, crazy, you know, very, very well-loved in the industry. So we'll just uh, we'll see what she's going to do next. I'm excited to see what, she, so what she'll do next. Um, but one of the things in this article, the Polygon article, says that she's going to be working on a film version of her father, Terry Pratchett's novel, We Free Men. Terry Pratchett is a great writer. Have you guys read his any of his stuff? No, I haven't. Oh, <laughs> Stephen, what corner of the dork forest do you come from? Seriously. Um, the not the not super well read one. I mean, if you'll oh, okay. if you'll excuse me, um, I missed out on a lot for and and okay. I recognize that not having read a lot of Terry Pratchett is yeah a shortcoming. Yes. Um, my college roommate. Yeah. Um, 
was obsessed with that man. Oh yeah. And not like that man, but like his his works. Uh-huh. So um he tried to convince me then and it I mean, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's great. Yes, like, they're objectively I'm they're sure it's funny. Great. It's just yeah. They're yeah. funny, which is not something that you get in like sci fi and fantasy I a totally, lot of that totally stuff. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. I wish I, I yeah. You have you have uh you have you have wounded me because you've uh like exposed one of my nerd weaknesses, which is that I am not super uh, well read. Yeah, we we all uh, have them. I still haven't watched Doctor Who, so you know You're what? Not I have missing anything. I haven't either. Doctor Who How is about just that? something. <laughs> it was just well, you have an her? opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doctor Who fans all be tweeting at us now, but we love yeah. it. Go for it. Yeah. yeah no, I haven't. I never watched it either. And yeah. I, try, my, I tried. Um, I've tried a couple times. Oh, you tried? Yeah. Uh, I have. I oh, tried. here, I'll, I'll give you uh, one I haven't read. I haven't read Lord of the Rings. What? Regina, are you right? kidding me? <laughs> right? I know. I, wow. I divulged this on, uh, actually, when we were talking about good words in our good words video series, I divulged uh-huh. it to the author I'm doing that series with, and he's like, I'm revoking your geek card immediately. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's like yeah, so. that's like nerd 101, mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Stephen, tell me you've read Lord of the Rings at least. I can't. <laughs> oh my god, you people! I finished with you. Just finished. Can I be? I've read can The I Hobbit and some you, of The Samarillion. <laughs> okay. Can I be okay. real? Let me be real with you right now. All right. Okay. Tolkien. He's dry. Yes. He is dry. Does not know when to shut the hell up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I, I totally agree with you, but it's still... It's still worthy. The reading of those things is still necessary. Yeah. So, yeah. He doesn't know how to shut up. He also likes to hit you over the head with foreshadow. Like, those are his two biggest flaws. For me, it was so, the... Uh, you mean, um, like, call, you mean the like genealogy. the volcano Mount Doom? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, the Hobbit That was subtle. Has, yeah. yeah, that was subtle. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Hobbit has has more foreshadow hammer in it. That's what my husband and I try to. We call it the foreshadow hammer <laughs> when it's completely obvious what is going to happen. Um, Rat you over the head. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. uh, so he's bad about that. But um, but still, I don't know, you guys. Sorry. That's it's on my right. list. It's on my list. <laughs> Actually, uh, Evan said I should get the audiobook. He said the audiobook was good because it helped kind yeah. of ease some of that aesthetic yes. displeasure. Yeah, have yeah, yeah. I could totally see that. Like Fellowship of the Ring um, and uh, Return of the King were really good. I thought that they were decently paced. Two Towers, man. The slog. That game is just yeah. it's a slog. It's yeah. like they walked and then they walked. And then they walked some more. And then they, they walked again. The, and they, they kept did. on walking. Yeah, I mean, it was just... <laughs> to, to be fair, though, Nicole, you, you've had more time to read them than I have. Oh, well, now he's going to pull the age oh, card in here. Not cool. You wounded me twice in five minutes. <laughs> I had to strike back. I had to strike back, number one. And number two, at least I did it with style. I didn't just, like... Blurted out there. I I put it out there with a nice little segue. It was classily done. You you can you can get mad that I did it, but you can't get mad at how. Uh, no, he's channeling Simone here now. So uh, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, we now know a release date for Mass Effect Andromeda. Although you know we've sort of 
guessed this release date before, but it is coming on March 23rd to PS4, Xbox One, and Windows PC. I'm super excited. I We've been saying that we're excited. Big, big shock. Big shock. I know. Um, so have you already, <laughs> like, declared that this is, like, get, get, get out of here, this is my time, finding mm-hmm. babysitters... Like, um, how are I you going to arrange? Because I had Final Fantasy 15, and yeah. I arranged it quite well, I think. <clears throat> so I'm questioning, thank you, I'm questioning, you know, what are your plans for uh, Mass Effect Day? I, I'm, I'm not Because she can't quite. watch it. Right, exactly. She cannot watch it. But she's still in school three days a week, and Isaac is at work those three days, um, which is how I'm getting any writing on my novel done. Um, but that's until March, so hopefully I will have finished my novel, crossing my fingers here, uh, and I'll have some time to spend playing games three days a week with no distractions. So, hopefully. That's sort of my plan. <laughs> I like that I like plan. It. That's a good yeah. plan. Yeah. That's a good chunk of time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but so... Man, those two days when, when Anna's at school... You're going to be losing your freaking mind. <laughs> when she's yeah. home, you're going to be like, oh, just a few minutes. Just a few. Go, go take a nap. Go take a nap. No, go. Well, you you want to know something that's funny is she's been Isaac has been streaming Final Fantasy 15 up to his PC from the Xbox one because it is cold here now. And our our thermostat heating system isn't working properly. And it is so freaking cold in our basement, which is where our TV and consoles are. So he's been streaming it up to his PC in his office, and Anna has been in there, like, watching him do it. She'll be like, I want to see this monster. Let's go fight this. Let's, Yeah, <laughs> she's enjoying it, and it's it's really cool. So because she actually asked, like, the like, was it yesterday? I don't know. At some point this week, she went into his office and said, I want to play Final Fantasy, which was so cool. I was like, that's great. So that's, uh, <laughs> That brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> So, um, yeah. did you tell I did did you tell Isaac what I told him last week that it's not the controls he has to get good? Did you mention that to oh, him? Oh yes, yes I did, and I was going to have him send me the full because he brought something up that was going to test your fandom oh. of Final Fantasy. Ooh, throwdown! Yes, yes, I think it's I, I might be getting this wrong, and he can totally correct me if I am. But I believe that there is a version of Final Fantasy. Five that was translated and made its way around the U.S. before it was officially released in the U.S. Did you play that one, Stephen? I did not. Ah, there you go. There you go. That'll make my husband happy. Also, once again, since I know everybody, uh, I know the programmer that made that ROM, <laughs> which is pretty cool. I used to work with him at Backbone, Adam Rapon. <laughs> so anyhow, shout out to Adam. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, we got off on a tangent there. <laughs> oh well, let's let's get on another tangent that Stephen can talk about. And uh, there's a new map was on released Overwatch. for Overwatch. Yep. Stephen, have you played the new map? I have not. Um, only because it came oh out like God. this Are morning. You me? <laughs> oh. It came okay. out like just, just it came out this morning on Xbox One. Um, <laughs> I haven't played it, but um, I've watched a bunch of video of it uh, in preparation for today. Um, it's cool because you can get hit by a car, and if you get hit by a car, you die. <laughs> so that's funny. Um, 
It's another, it's, you know what, it's a new map, and it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it is a very cool, it's a different aesthetic, because it's, you know, like Oasis, so it's kind of, it's very different from uh, Echo Point Antarctica, which is the last map they released, which was very cold. This is obviously very warm, warm colors, reds, oranges, greens, which I think is, um, not that green's warm, but you know what I mean. I um, know. It I was is, about to say, green's not, anyhow. You, you called yourself not, out before I had the chance. I did. <laughs> But it's but it's more lush and vibrant, right? Like it's a very uh, cool, yeah. and that's one of the things that I really like about all the different map variety is that they didn't just they could have just done another city, right? Like they didn't. Mm. They, I mean, it is. I mean, it's an urban type setting. There's cars and whatever, but they made it very different, and they're really focusing on trying to make everything different and new and interesting, so that as you go through like the playlist of all the different maps, they are all very different. They take place at different times of day, um, so they have different lighting. I. Kudos to um, Blizzard. I don't have experience as to whether or not the map is good, but I mean, it's Blizzard. That I mean, they haven't really done yeah. a terrible map yet. I mean, eventually they've got to drop a dud, right? But then again, <laughs> right. at the same time, they're developing like seven or eight maps at once, and then they only push forward the ones that they know test well. So, considering they're willing to just scrap maps that are garbage, I think it's very possible they might never cool. release a bad Overwatch map. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, so I guess we'll hear more about that next week. I assume that Steven had tried it already, but I don't know. I guess he's not as big of an wow. Overwatch fan as he says. I have um, a job. <laughs> I have a job. <laughs> oh, excuses, excuses. I know, excuses. Um, so the nominees for the 17th Annual Game Developers Choice Awards have been announced. Game Developers Choice Awards. Um, happen at the Game Developers Conference, which happens every spring. These words are picked and voted on by other people in gaming development, so it's sort of a different type of uh, feel goes into these awards and, and why they've been picked. And I actually like paying attention to these awards a little bit more than some of the other ones because game development is hard and it is complex, and people who make games definitely know way more about games and people who just play them, despite the fact that lots of gamers think they know lots of things. But anyhow, <laughs> um, <laughs> so for Game of the Year, yeah, for Game of the Year on the Game Dev Choice Awards, uh, Uncharted 4, Overwatch, Inside, Dishonored 2, and Firewatch. So it's interesting, we didn't see Firewatch come up a lot in some of these other um, awards, but I haven't played it, but uh, Kizi, who used to work with at Pixelkin, played it, and she just absolutely loved it. Um, so it's nice to see that come up. Uh, best audio, Battlefield 1, Thumper, Doom, Inside, and Overwatch. Blizzard's getting the love from all the devs, too. Um, let's see, best debut. Uh, this is debut developers. So Heart Machine, Campo Santo, which did Firewatch. Concerned Ape, which is Stardew Valley. I forget the guy's actual name, but he goes by Concerned Ape. Uh, and then Drool, who did Thumper, and Night School Studio, which did Oxenfree. Another game that I've heard is fabulous, but have not had the chance to play. Um, best Design, Overwatch again, Dishonored 2, The Witness, Inside, and Doom. I was not kind of surprised to see Doom in there for Best Design, but okay. Doom was really, really good. Doom was, was really it? good. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Doom, 
it's it's hard to like evoke a game like Doom, you know? Like I mean, everybody remembers the first time they played Doom. Even if you didn't like it, yeah. you remember it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And That's true. it defined yeah. a genre, right? Like it changed gaming in a way that, you know, not many other games have. Yeah. And but right. it also had a very specific like super aggressive feel. Now it, it could very well be that it resonated differently with me being that I'm like a dude and it was clearly targeted at me. Right? Because it's like, you know, Space Marine and, like, you know, Adrenaline and Testosterone and blah, and I'm going to run around and shoot demons and stuff. Like, I get it. But um, it's hard to evoke and call back to that without yeah. it being tiresome and campy. Right. And yeah, yeah. the new Doom did just that. Like, it reminded me of... It's what I remember Doom being even though it wasn't what mm. Doom was. You know what I mean? And that's an impressive yeah. feat from a design perspective. Also, um, whatever, dude, shooting demons in the face of rockets. That's, uh, <laughs> they were very well-designed rockets. And they were well-designed <laughs> demons. And you were shooting demons with rockets. Yeah, okay. Um, so the, this, is, this category is the funniest to me, which is its best mobile or handheld game because it's basically dominated by Nintendo. <laughs> so... Uh, the nominees are Super Mario Run, which obviously is Nintendo, Clash Royale, which is not Nintendo, Pokemon Go, which is sort of Nintendo, Reigns, which I've actually never heard of, and then Pokemon Sun and Moon. <laughs> so, lots of Pokemon going on lots there. Of making, lot yes. of, I, I, I would be stunned if, um, po like, I don't think Pokemon Go is going to win because it's not very, game I mean, it depends on why they vote. If they go based on, like, impact on the world, then you have to go with Pokemon Go, because nothing else yeah. did that. But, um, yeah. Clash Royale, don't sleep on that. That game is insidious in its design. Mm. Um, like, I'm glad that Regina doesn't play it, because <laughs> she would be... She would be gone, because yeah. it's insidious uh. in its addiction. And it, I, mean, it's a, I mean, it's a great game, but it basically took, um, a like a MOBA lane-based style play and made it very accessible, easy to play on your phone. Uh -huh. I had to delete it because I lo I was losing. I just couldn't. I had to. Yeah. I had to stop. <laughs> Isaac played it for a while, but then he sort of, um, he ran into not necessarily the paywall, but pretty much, you know, realizing the monetization when it was starting to become a factor. And then he stopped playing it after that. Um, he saw the matrix. He yes. saw the Matrix. I mean, once with a lot yeah. of mobile games, once you see the Matrix, you're like, ooh. <laughs> you know? This is yeah, gross. Yeah. I don't want to see yeah. the dirty underside of this game. <laughs> right, exactly. Right? Right? Yeah. And it, I mean, as a mobile uh -huh. gamer, I'm sure Regina's seen some oh, things, yeah. right? Like, you're just like, ew. It's like when I've, we were talking about, uh, what's it? Uh, Farmville a uh, couple yeah. episodes back, right? Like, when you finally saw the Matrix on Farmville, like, who didn't stop immediately once they saw it? Like, once you're right. seeing the ones and zeros, you're like, I am out. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Um, but speaking how you didn't think Pokemon Go was going to get it, Pokemon Go is up for the Innovation Award, yeah. which I think they very much have a chance to win. Yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah. I, mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. No Man's Sky is also up. Firewatch is up. Witness um, and Inside up for those as well. And I'm not going to go through all of these, um, but uh, GameSpot has an article that lists every single one of those uh, nominees that you can check out. Um, and like I said, again, those those will happen during the Game Developers Choice Conference, which happens in, I believe it's March this year. 
So uh, yep. let's see. What else is going on? Rock Band. Rock Band is 10 years old. It's still a thing, guys. It's still a thing. It is still a thing. It is still a thing. My husband and I still occasionally play it. Typically, Mm -hmm. it's only when, like, and and they're very good at doing this. Harmonix will throw a song out there in DLC that's like, oh, my God, we have to have this song. It's like, yep, it's not an option not not to download this. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what happens. Like, most recently, it was um, Sunday, Bloody Sunday. And then, well, Isaac played that one. I was, I mean, I like that song, but it wasn't like, oh my God, I have to play this one. But the other one that got us was um, Where Is My Mind? And like, that's just like, gotta do that one. There's just no way. We played that for like five days straight. Like, <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Um, but what the news is about this is they're going to be bringing some of the older songs, disc-based songs to, to be DLC, um, which is because music licensing is a freaking nightmare and if you know anybody in the music industry i apologize for what i'm about to say but they are all terrible money grabbing i don't know i'm gonna stop there before i swear (laughs) but anyhow um so so you know the disc based songs most of them you've been able to carry over um from From, previous rock bands to the new each iteration of the game most of them yeah um yeah, but some of the licensing deals on some of those old songs were such that like it was just for that game, and that was the only game that you were going to be able to play it in. Um, and uh, when I was working um, at Backbone Entertainment, I was actually working there while my husband was on the development team for Rock Band Unplugged, which was the PSP version of Rock Band. And this music licensing thing was brutal. So like they would do... like like a demo-ish vertical slice using one song and they get that all mapped out and ready to go. And then two weeks later they come back. Nope. Sorry. You can't do it. Can't use that song. Can't oh. use that song. Yeah. So, um, I know <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, so there's a bunch of DLC. There's going to be new DLC in addition to some of the old ones. Um, so yeah, that's happening later this month, later this month. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's funny though. Rock, Rock Band, you know, was so so popular, and then Activision totally killed that genre. I stand behind that Activision and their yearly Guitar Hero releases and bi-yearly <laughs> Guitar Hero. Sometimes they did two a year, uh, based on certain musicians. Yeah. They just killed that. They just killed that Rock, genre. So. Rock Band wasn't exactly innocent. No, but they only did like half. Of what Guitar Hero did, I I understand, yeah. but let's let's I'm just we call yes. me out for my fanboydom all the time. I'm just <laughs> calling, like we can't we can't just be like, man, Guitar Hero, you ruined music games. It's like, well, I thought it was DJ Hero. Games. I thought no, DJ, DJ Hero. Hero was amazing. <laughs> DJ Hero was amazing. It was so dumb. No, let's be real. DJ that's Hero was killed. so dumb. Then, but yeah, that's that why killed the music genre. No, 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 no. Music, you know what? Music games killed music games. Just like back in the 90s, fighting games killed fighting games. Because yeah. there were just too damn many. The, I mean, the, the only genre that can't seem to kill itself is match three puzzle games on mobile. And that's because they're disposable. Mm. Yeah. I could see that. I could yeah. see that. You know, 3D character Rock- platformers, JRPGs. I mean... Yeah. Too many kills them. Yes. Uh, 
Rock Band 4, my husband and I were actually really, you know, into when it was coming out. We were excited. Uh, but then, unfortunately, the hardware, uh, they partnered with Mad Cats for publishing and developing the hardware. And if you've been in the game industry for any amount of time and have tried some type of Mad Cats made peripheral, whether it be controllers or whatnot, then you know that Mad Cat stuff is not that great. And they make turns- okay fight sticks. Oh, okay. I'd like That's to it. have a. That's all I got. I will ask a real, real fighting game person if those are actually okay. Um, I said, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> a real fighting game person. Did you hear that, yes, Regina? I did. That cut <laughs> so deep. They're okay. I didn't say they were the best. I said they were okay. Jeez. Okay. Do well, you like. Do you, so no, let, no. Let's unpack this. Let's unpack this because you like really just cut right at me. First off, you dismissed my statement offhand, which I think dismissing it offhand. This might be the second or third time in a year you've done that. Like just completely like, eh. I'll ask someone else. That's number one. Number two, you implied that a thing I enjoy, I am not a real actual person in it. You're like you removed my personhood briefly, and I'm, o- no. I'm okay with that because I get what you're saying. I'm, no, I like, I did not remove your personhood. This. I removed how good you were at such games. I have never <laughs> said I was good at fighting games. I want to make this clear. I am embarrassingly bad. We're going to talk about this a little bit later. I am embarrassingly <laughs> bad at fighting games, but that's not the point. Okay. There, okay. I, I just I just wanted to just take this. I just wanted to discuss this. Okay. Slightly. So it was definitely a lot to unpack. Regina, you felt the aggression there, right? No, not really. <laughs> Come on, Regina. Ah, uh, Steven. No. I thought you know we what? were BFFs. I thought we were BFFs. I'm not and taking sides. I'm the newbie here, so. <laughs> I'm going to wait to see where I fall in the little rivalry the that's happening. You gotta see. Yeah, exactly. This is the Game of Thrones. you got to figure out who you're going to ally with relatively quickly. Um, uh, Game of Thrones. Speaking of which, if you're friends with me on Facebook, I don't know how many listens there are. I made a big prediction. I saw on that Facebook page today. I would love to hear I did. your thoughts I, on that. I wanted to crap all over it, but I decided not to because I knew that you enjoyed it. <laughs> well, okay, Stephen, who doesn't watch the show, how would you even know whether that's an even feasible prediction or not? It's worth noting we've discussed this. I don't watch the show, but I read an awful lot about it because it's the yes. only way you can understand pop culture. Is you need to understand Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead, and now you need to understand Stranger Things. If you don't understand at least those, and Westworld, if you don't understand those four things, at least on some level, you're screwed. Yes. It's just like for the entire run of How I Met Your Mother, if you didn't understand How I Met Your Mother, you you could not speak to nerds. You couldn't. It was impossible. <laughs> yes. It was completely but the impossible. Stuff, so, the stuff I brought up in my prediction was very subtle stuff that I'm sure that you did not read about. Anyhow. Oh, I, um, <laughs> I just said I wanted to crap on it. I didn't say I was going to like legitimately crap on it. I was going to like... <laughs> Or that you know. he actually had anything to contribute to it, or yeah, it was absolutely. It this yeah. was not about. This was about trolling. Yeah, not contributing. Uh, and also, you'll note that I didn't do it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, thank you, Stephen. I appreciate. Because I want you to because I want you to enjoy things this year. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna crap on everything you love. Uh, I'm not gonna say that you're not a real a real Game of Thrones fan. I'm not gonna yes. say stuff like that. Speaking of which, if you're interested, there was a um, there was a production photo leaked um, 
just search for it online if you're interested in seeing something from the upcoming season. It's always fun when those things get leaked. I have no idea how people manage to get these photos. Like, you would think that these sets, and I know that they do a lot of filming outside, but you would think that they would just be on such huge lockdown that no Hundreds one could ever of people, shoot man. them. Yeah, you have yeah. enough people, people walking through. Yeah. That you can't stop everything. You just can't stop everything. Yeah. I went to um I went to New Zealand and I actually got to go to Hobbiton while they were filming The Hobbit. Oh, okay. And we had to sign an NDA before they let cuz it was an active movie, you know, uh-huh. lot at the yeah, time. Yeah. And we had to sign an NDA that said that we would not um digitally communicate our pictures in any way. Like we couldn't email them to people for uh. risk of them being like hacked or anything like that. And yeah. I swear it said, you know, we will come after your firstborn child <laughs> if you do anything oh, yeah. with these pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they let you take pictures. They That's did let us take pictures. It was. That wow. It was really, you know, kind of on the merit system that you didn't, you know, you know, show them. And it was Hobbiton, which, you know, there were, I think, like six Hobbit holes that weren't in the original, you know, Lord of the Rings yeah, that yeah. were in the, in the Hobbit. But, like, the way they look on the side of the mountain, you'd be like, I think that one's new. Yeah. I don't there's know. A, there's so. a circular door right there. But, right. you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's get back to video games. Um, so <laughs> there's an Assassin's Creed Humble Bundle out now. And uh, I'll give you one guess as to who wrote that story on Polygon. <laughs> um ben cuchera <laughs> uh if if you've if you listen to gaming with the moms for a while you know absolutely who wrote that story yeah. anyhow um but yeah lots of different assassin assassin's creed stories available on here um which the charity is it going for this this time uh Don't know. the pavlov foundation which invests in education and research on childhood cancer. So, if you like Assassin's Creed, go buy this Hundle Bundle. Uh, and you can it's find a pretty out. good deal. Yeah, good yeah. Deal. The only is, downside it's... is that they're all on Origins. Oh. They're not on Steam. So, mm, yeah. kind of yeah. garbage. Kind of. But, kinda. If, you, if you have a PC that can run games... Right, like the, the, this is not a bundle. Uh, so a lot of humble bundles are are like you can get this and they'll run on anything because they're simple little indie games. Mm-hmm. This is not that. This is you know these are games that were on consoles within the, recently. These are real ga- yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a machine that can run it and you have never played the Assassin's Creed games, you're kind of looking for a way in. Number one, if you have an Xbox One or a PS4, just buy the Ezio Collection. Um, for real, just buy the Ezio Collection. Um, but buy this. It's pretty cheap. You get a bunch of games, and, you know, you just deal with Origin. But yeah, really the better option is to just donate char- to charity separately and buy the Ezio Collection, because that's a ridiculously good deal for some HD remakes of the four Ezio games. You keep saying they're on Origin. Do you mean you play? You play, yeah. You play. Is it play? Yeah, two yes. play. Origin is EA, Steven. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, whatever. Um, it's on. It's on. Ubisoft's Foot and mouth disease garbage. a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'll own it. They're on Ubisoft's garbage proprietary network. 
Good job. Good job. Well done. I get it. Someone was screaming at their heads into their at their freaking car stereo. Steve, you're wrong. So good, thank you. <laughs> and we didn't want to. Lord knows, we wouldn't want to have to print a retraction. Right. Yes. Um. So uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Stardew Valley developer. And now I see his whole name in this story. Eric, yep. concerned ape is sort of his dev name, and his last name is Barone. He made it onto the Ford's 30 under 30 list. As for 2016, he as he should have, yes. This he is guy. a very rich man right now. He mm-hmm. is. But he also did an amazing thing, which is that he built this game completely oh, yeah. by himself. No help Listen, from anybody else. So, I'm not uh, taking nothing away from him. He is rewarded financially. Well done, yes. sir. You yeah. lived in squalor while you were developing, and now you can, now you can, you know, you can get, like, Thai takeout instead of, like, pizza. I mean, that's cool. I mean, no, this is awesome. I think this is totally this great. This is our ranking of how we work work up in the world. <laughs> yeah, what kind of takeout we can get. <laughs> takeout means it. Thai. Um, it's worth noting. Our classes um, of takeout food. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm the happy I'm the happy fat guy around here, so everything's about food for me. Um, that's just what I do. But I, I thought no, it was whether or not you right? could have like the dessert even... with the pizza, like the dessert pizza with the regular pizza. That was like the marker. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Being, able, like a half being able to order dessert. Yes. Right. That's, that's like that's, a half step. That's, that's a half step. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but this isn't this great, though. No, I mean, I mean, yes. and I mean this in all sincerity, right? Yeah. This, per, this guy, Eric, did an amazing project and probably suffered greatly for it because the reality is anybody who knows anything about game developers, um, like if you happen to know one, I think Nicole knows a couple, right? Like, they work (laughs) really, really hard. And in a lot of cases, it's thankless and rewardless. And so what's cool is sometimes some people are recognized because they do, you know, pretty neat things. He was innovative. He was cool um, and made this awesome game that is being recognized. So, no, bravo to Concerned Ape. This is good stuff. Yes. Yeah. And he's doing updates, too. It's not like he threw it out there and was just like... Here it is, but he's he's doing regular updates to it too, which well, is very, very he's, cool. He's set for life. Yeah. Right? Like he can do his next game without having to worry. Right. Where he's gonna keep the lights on and stuff like that, which I think is great when you can make a game and this game is gonna sell well forever. Yes. Yes, as it should. As it should. It's really cool. Yeah. Um and then there was another sort of gaming uh not board game card game related person that made 30 under yeah. 30 although i get to Cards say this now humanity. steven hates this game so he obviously hates this person his name nope, is max nope. temkin and he developed like, cards against humanity I, <laughs> nope so i do absolutely despise cards against humanity it is a crappy game in fact i would argue that it's not even a game it's just a it's a racism simulator go ahead have fun enjoy yourself um, you know, I mean, it, you know what, as long it gets people together and people generally play it and have good natured fun and it's well intended, but shut them play apples to apples. Um, it's way less offensive and racist and all sorts of other stuff. With that said, the people behind that game are number one, brilliant, creative minds, brilliant marketing minds more than anything else. The reality is Cards Against Humanity by itself is a featureless garbage game. It should not do anything. It's just garb. It's just a bunch of cuss words and like body parts and like Nazi stuff on cards. And right, there's no mechanics. It's just it's it's not. It's a bad game objectively. Oh, well. 
Well, but yes, I mean, I, I think that that um, the pull for Cards Against Humanity is that it's inappropriate. Sure. In an, yeah. in a society where we but, are, you know, and where we are usefully defining and being more careful with how we use our language. All of that is yeah. very important. I'm not going to ever say we don't sure. need to pay attention to the words we use. That would go against everything I say. But to have a space yeah. where you can just literally throw throw those cards, I mean, throw those cards on the table in the most inappropriate yes. way possible, I think is a good balance to you know, the the cultural control that we're yeah. exhibiting. Yeah, yeah. So, That's, I mean, I think I, it's yeah. cultural place is really important. I would agree with you. It's definitely not the most uh, mechanically sophisticated it's, game. I did, however, wait in line at PAX Prime for the bigger back blacker box the first year uh-huh. it came out. <laughs> and I joke that, like, the one thing everybody wanted at that PAX was an empty box. Like, that's literally what we ran because they only gave out, I think, like, two or three hundred a day. Yep. Um, I have one. It's yeah. in my. It's behind yep. me. I yep. have it because yeah. my oh, wife yeah. loves the game. Is it signed? Is it signed? Mine signed. No, because that was at Pax <laughs> oh. Prime. There we go. There we go. So, and why would I get my stuff signed? Yeah. So, I, I believe it is an objectively bad game, and I don't. I agree. I can. I appreciate that it makes you happy, and I appreciate <laughs> that it is a good release for you. Right. With yeah, that yeah. said, they these guys are so brilliant that they took a pile of garbage and made it a phenomenon, and that is not the game's credit. This game is popular in spite of itself um, and they've touched a lot of people. They've made a lot of money for themselves and that's great. I respect that. They also that. do a lot of crazy gags. They, oh my god. Yeah. To, they, to and market. You know what? That's the thing. Exactly. <laughs> I hate that game but I buy their holiday thing every year and part of that is because I know that one of two things is going to happen. They're either going to give it to some kind of charity or it's a tip to them and you know it's 15 bucks. They did a thing one year where um, you know it was uh, it was a, a Jewish themed one, and I knew what I was buying when I bought that, right? Like I yeah. buy it, I get the cards, I put them in the thing, I give them to my wife. I knew what those cards were gonna say when I opened the Jewish pack, right? Right? Like I'm not crazy, but you know what? They sent us the, the gifts, and one of the gifts actually made me cry, and that doesn't happen very often. They legitimately, and you'll probably remember this, Regina. They they legitimately mm-hmm. bought a week's vacation. For a fact, for a factory of Chinese workers, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember. Um, oh wow! And yeah. they don't get vacation time. They don't get sick time. They they didn't know what to do with them. So like they bought. They, there was no capacity. They didn't have HR rules at all, mm-hmm. really. But they didn't have HR yeah. rules for vacation. So they figured it out, and they were like, "Hey, we want to give extra vacation time to your people." And they're like, "What do you mean vacation time?" So they bought the right. capacity for the factory for a week and said, "No, you don't. You just don't do anything." Right. Just turn the lights off. And you know what? That by itself, like they had people like going to visit their families and like getting to do something that yeah. they never would have done. That was a, the fact that they had a week where they got paid to not work is the life, the life changing vacation for those folks. And that was cool. They do yeah. all sorts of great charity work. So I respect the hell out of that company. Um, And I think Secret Hitler, which is their newest game, which is not what you think it is. <laughs> um, you know, it's a hidden, it's a hidden trader game where uh-huh. like, it, uh, it's wait, it's a hidden trader game, like werewolf and, werewolf you know, and I'm Avalon, trying to the resistance. Yeah. Avalon. The resistance. The it's a hidden trader game where you're all politicians and basically one of you is the secret fascist and you're trying to get elected. And if you get elected, then you win. But like they, you know, it's kind <laughs> of very like topical. Right now, so <laughs> kind of maybe um, a that game bit. is that game is amazing. 
for what for its simplicity. Uh-huh. Um, so no, I I have nothing but respect for those guys. Um, so I'm glad that he won. That said, I think their their primary game is hot garbage, and they can come at me. I'm sure they won't. They don't care. <laughs> their game Last is hot time garbage. I... Last time I played that game was with a group of my uh, my friends from my mom's club, and we just had an awesome time. One of the great one of my friends is she's from Namibia, which means she has a very sort of proper um, British like accent, and she's also sort of very um, kind of I don't want to say shy, um, timid, but just like not someone who would say demure? most of the th- demure. Yes, and so listening to her. Read some of this, some of this stuff from Cards Against Humanity it was just so hilarious. Like it wasn't even the content so much; it was just listening to her, her reading voice, it. Yeah, her voice. The, yeah. yeah, it was so much. The fun. last time I played, and it will be the final time I play, unless I'm tricked into it. <laughs> um, I played with my wife, my mm. sister, my sister's boyfriend, and my mom. Oh, I think you now, told me about this. Now, let me be real. I'm just going to be real. Like, we, my family has a, we, I mean, my family produced me. So, <laughs> respect that, like, you know, we're all loud. It you drives my wife insane. Somehow. We are, we're all loud, right? Like, we're, you know, we just say what we want. And, you know, we just say what we feel in general, which is, and I mean, my dad's, my dad, you'll note, did not play. The good reverend does not play Cards Against Humanity. Um, because my dad's a pastor, so that game does not fly with him, but my mom was totally down. She wanted to play with it. She knew it was a cultural thing. She had seen some of the cards, so she wanted to play. Let me tell you, my mom came out with some of the nastiest stuff mm-hmm. I have ever heard. That's the way it works. It's is, always the sleeper. She is, it's always the sleeper. Because, like, I expected my sister to make, like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to, this is a family podcast. I knew what was coming out of my sister, you know, because she, she and I talked to each other, and they knew yeah. the stuff that I had. You know, I was bringing the, the, the different level of heat. But, like, my mom, she was just brutalizing. I'm not looking. No, 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 that's, that's fine. You know what? That was... She's that to was, go to the bathroom. That was super adorable. Yes. Sorry. That was super adorable. Whatever. No, no. Hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, you know what? The the mishaps that have come out of Stephen's children while we've been recording, needing oh, to go to God. the bathroom is just not even it's pretty mild. Uh, oh, yeah. it's so bad. Now she's I screaming. Mean, so um, so yeah, I'm I I I know I went on a little bit of a tangent there, but I want to defend myself here to 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 finalize my thoughts. Hate the game, love the guys and gals. I'm okay. sure they have women there, but yes, I okay. but, the, but it's the one dude. Love them. Love that. Okay. And I'm glad that everybody that plays it loves it. Yeah. Love your games. Enjoy stuff. It's not, not my thing. I've, I've actually had a couple of experiences with people who have not loved it at all. Um, yeah. So we just don't play it with those people. And Exactly. You know, yeah. That's just, why there's That's why there's a billion board games, right, Regina? Right? Like, <laughs> we can find something else. We'll yeah. be all right. We have another we'll game. Okay. We can play another game. I assure you. We got yeah. plenty. Yeah. We got plenty. Yeah. yeah, we got options. Um. Okay, uh, so I think on that note we're going to move into what we're playing. So last wait, week, wait, wait, it was last no, week. No, wait, 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 what? no, wait, what? Advanced games done quick. No, awesome games done quick. Oh, AGDQ, right, 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 right. man. All right, quickly, AGDQ, quickly. AGDQ coming up January eighth. 
Go to gamesdonequick.com. It's a speed running event. Runs two weeks. They are raising money for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Um, and it's all going to be streamed on Twitch and or YouTube. Um, the schedule is live. Uh, there is a game you will want to see broken every day. So if you want to, if just, if you like old games, look at that schedule, find when your favorite game will be played and watch it. It is insane. Mm. This is, this is different than watching pro gamers. This is watching people that have trained specifically to break a specific game and it is nuts. Right. Yes. Yes, it is. And they, they, they typically do pretty well for their charities, right? They raised a million dollars for Doctors Without Borders at Summer Games Done Quick. Wow. Um, This is. This is also different. It's in Virginia this time. I'm pretty excited. It's going to be a huh. different dingy hotel uh, auditorium <laughs> as opposed to the one in Minnesota. This one's almost <laughs> close enough. Had I known, I probably would have gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Thanks for interrupting me to say that. Uh, but th- Thanks <laughs> no, for I'm not to being, talk about I, an amazing gaming event. I am not <laughs> being sarcastic at all. I sincerely thank you, Stephen, for reminding me to talk about that. Um, but now we're going to talk about what we're playing. And I know it was last week or the week before Steven insisted that I get sushi go. And so I was like, I got sushi go, but you know what? I paid $5 for it on the app store. There is an app for it. It's a pass and play. That's fine. Yes. So yeah, I was playing it with my daughter and she loves it. Like she's like, she gets like specific about the kinds of sushi that she wants to get, even though. It's not the best option for her score-wise. Doesn't matter. But she's she's saying what they are. She's like, oh, I want the salmon giri. I'm like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> By the time we take her to a sushi restaurant, she's going to know exactly how to order everything. That's Except awesome. she's going to expect them to all have faces. So that might be yeah. a problem. <laughs> and I'll talk to her. She, notice, yeah. she notices that the sushi don't have faces. She'll be disappointed. But So 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 you liked this. You appreciated yes. the game. It's fun. Yes, it's adorable. Yes. It is. It is. It's not something that I'm going to sit and play by myself. Um, but playing with playing it with her was lots of fun. You know, some of the other games that you've recommended, I actually do sit and play by myself, like Patchwork. I like playing that against the computer because the computer, the hard level, they are really freaking good. So it takes a lot of practice to actually beat the computer player on that game. Um, and Splendor. You like Splendor. I did play. I didn't like it as much as Patchwork. It was all right. It's all right. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, you can or, be wrong. It's acceptable. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, or Paperback. I like Paperback too. Paperback oh. is so good. Regina, have you played Paperback? I have not. I keep. Uh, I'm dude, keeping a running it. list of games to check out from our conversations. Oh man, Regina, I got. You know what? We just gotta like have like a gaming with the moms con, and I'll. Oh, that'd more. be awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool. That would involve um, me flying to Seattle. Um, if anybody wants yes. to buy me a ticket to Seattle, I'm sure that I could crash on someone's couch. But or we could go down, there. or you could, or could it, it could be Portland, Regina? You're in Portland, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. So I'm at Washington. Well, Portland's <laughs> not. Portland's not in Washington, Stephen. Oh, you're in Oregon, aren't you? I'm in Oregon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm wow! I'm from Connecticut. I'm all y'all states, states look alike. All the same. <laughs> all y'all states look alike. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. All right. So, okay. um, whatever. No. Geography, not my thing, guys. I'm down. It's fine. It's 
fine. Geography's not my thing. Um, and I have also been playing um some more Hearthstone. I don't know if it was last week or the week before that I mentioned that the Tavern Brawl was illustrating to me um, just how crazy the could be to play Paladin with the cards from the new expansion. And I've been starting to come up against that in ranked play, and it's kind of ticking me off. Yeah, you said it's you thought really they were annoying. a little OP, right? Yeah, because they've got all these cards that are Paladin-specific. Right. That when you play them, it gives every card, every minion in your hand a 1-1. One, one. And that's some you can build that up. Like if you've got three of those cards, you can get the yeah. minions in your hand up like three, three or four, four, and then they're basically un, pretty much unstoppable right. at that point, which is really annoying. So I'm, I'm hoping that Blizzard is taking a uh, a very strong look at, at that, that and yeah, those making mechanics. adjustments, yeah, yeah if necessary. Yeah. Um, yeah, there should be something like one card you can play to undo or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's me. Uh, so, Regina, what have you been playing? Uh, I recognized that I had not been gaming very much uh, in a couple of aspects, both talking with the show and um, dealing with uh, some of my writing. I need a little inspiration for my book right now. Uh, so I decided to go back through my Steam library, and I have an embarrassing number of Telltale games that a friend of mine gave me a couple years oh. ago. Um, so I decided to start going through some of those. So I started the you can... Wolf... What? I said you could never be embarrassed about Telltale oh. games. Those oh, no, awesome. no, not at all. But I hadn't been yeah. playing anything like that. So yeah. I had only, you know, I was like, oh, I'm playing. I don't want to go on the show and say I'm just playing um, Plants vs. Zombies again. <laughs> like, I need to have something else that I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I needed another play style because I love the the card, you know, deck building things. But I need yeah. a little bit more diversity. So I started Wolf Among Us today. Um, and I died good like one. five times in the first scene until I finally figured out how the controls were. That's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. That made me buy those comics. Playing ah. that game made me buy the Fables mm-hmm. comics. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think that is, it's a great story. It's great characters. It's one of their best, um, I would say. Like that one and Game of Thrones are my favorite of the Telltale yeah. stuff. I have haven't to. played Batman yet, but yeah. I've heard that one's good too. I so. have the uh, Walking Dead ones, but I'm mm. I'm kind of out with Walking Dead right now, so <laughs> I didn't want to start yeah. there. So I'm like, I know nothing about Fables, so let's go and play the yeah. Fable one. Yeah, so it's been yeah. fun. This was fun. Cool. So I'm enjoying that. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Steven, how about you? So, um, I've been playing a lot of stuff because, um, it, it's just a thing. Um, cause I did just get a PlayStation four because Santa <laughs> right. loves us all. So, um, but before we, I, I want to say one thing. Um, first off, you know how much I hate Reno Jackson, which is the card from Hearthstone. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so it's spoiler season for Aether Revolt, which is the new Magic the Gathering expansion. And let me tell you. They, I think they put Reno Jackson in there. They just didn't oh, call it Reno Jackson. Oh, oh, it is. Boy. Let me. I'm gonna. I, th- it is. I've, I had. I actually brought the card up, um, because I am so angry that I needed to. <laughs> I, I, this is the only place I can vent, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, That's all right. I is, hate Reno Jackson too. So it is the exquisite archangel. Okay. And this is what it says: If you would lose the game. This is its ability. It, it has power and toughness, whatever, but its ability. Uh-huh. It says, if you would lose the game, instead, exile Exquisite Archangel, and your life total becomes equal to your starting life total. 
Wow. And you do this yeah. for the low, low cost of five and two white, which is seven mana. That's not that bad. I mean, yeah, you're not yeah. doing this early. But by the time you cast this thing, I have to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. you go back up to 20, which is garbage, Wizards yeah. of the Coast. Now, I yeah, don't know whether or not it'll be playable, but yeah, it's Reno, right? right? It's freaking yeah. Reno. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, the only good sorry, news there's is a that card... it's a beautiful art. Right. That's it. The art is Okay, cool. It. Yeah. Screw I just want to go back to Hearthstone real quickly. There's a new card, I believe it is priest-specific, that says if your deck doesn't have any duplicates. Well, for those who listen don't know Hearthstone, you can only play Reno Jackson if your deck doesn't have any duplicates. Um, so, But this is another no-duplicates-in-your-deck thing that lets you create the custom potions, which is a new thing that's going on in Hearthstone. Um, and it's a priest-specific card, I believe so. But as soon as I see that card come up, I'm like, this is a Reno deck. It's obviously a Reno deck because they, I've, I've just found out that they've got no duplicates in that deck, which means there's a Reno Jackson coming, which actually is kind of good. It tries, you know, I can sort of try to prepare for that. Um, but still, yeah, I hate Reno Jackson too. I'm yeah, you. I'm waiting until he rotates, then I'll come back and play again. Um, so that is my Reno Jackson complaint. So the two <laughs> big games that I've spent time with um, are Street Fighter V, which is, um, I mean, that game is just so good. I knew it was good. I had played it before, but now it's like mine. Um, mm. The big piece that is a very interesting experience is that um, now, if you buy Street Fighter now, because it is a games by service kind of thing, as opposed, mm -hmm. y you basically, it plays like a free-to-play game in some ways. Like, mm -hmm. you have to earn fight money to buy newer characters. Um, and you earn fight money by leveling up your guys, which is, and you level up your guys by playing them online and doing their story mode. So, um, it's a really weird experience. I don't know how much I like it. I think I would rather they just say, give us $20 every year. Like, mm -hmm. I think I would just rather that, um, rather than have to like, oh, would, you know, cause we earned our first hundred thousand fight money and me and my son had to be like, all right, so what character are we going to buy? And it's like, do you want to use any of these characters? Do you have a guy? And, like, we're going back and forth. And it's like, this is the kind of thing that we have, like, the decision we have, like, in a MOBA that we both share an account for, right? Mm, so that yeah. felt kind of weird. But, um, so I want to tell a story about my son because he got he played his first online match. Because uh, he was practicing as his Ryu, so he got to cast some fireballs, you know? Mm -hmm. He was doing some uh, so little uh, show Ryukin and some Hadoukins. Nice. He can't do the Shoryuken. That's the Dragon Punch. But he loves him some Hadoukens. And he got down to like 98% of the time he was Hadoukening successfully. So he's like, I can wow. do this online, Dad. Let me play online. And I was like, son, you kidding? You, you can't even do Shoryuken yet. And he's like, no, it's fine, Dad. I can do fireballs. I'll just fireball them. And I'm like, okay. And so he rolled into online. And he got wrecked. <laughs> Absolutely wrecked. He got wrecked by a guy he didn't even know what was going on. And I was like, well, welcome to online fighting games, son. This was right. We bought this for us to play together. Yeah. I didn't expect you to get so brave. Um, but you know what? What was impressive is he took it as a learning thing. He's like, fine, I'm going to practice. Mm. And so the next day he got home and he like sat and he practiced. Like he did drills and he was trying to learn moves um, and trying to experiment with new characters. So I think that that was a, an interesting thing to see because rather he was devastated – but rather than give up and run away, he decided that he was going to learn. And I think that that's kind of a interesting thing. It's not what I expected. I expected him to cry and go away because he's 10. 
I didn't expect yeah. him to be like a super good sport. Um, so not just bragging about my kid, but some kids are more resilient than we think. So let them just go online and get beat up. Yeah. Yeah. Let him try um, it out and it test did. them. Yeah. And then he stopped. You know, it's not like that guy never going to remember him. It's not going to matter in the grand scheme of things. That guy knows he's going to beat yeah. people up. Um, so that was that. And the other thing I've been playing is a little bit of a game called Tales of Zestiria. Are either of you familiar with the Tales games? No. The Tales role-playing games? Oh, you you hate role-playing games. I forgot. <laughs> um, no, I do not. Mass Effect and Dragon Age are role-playing games. I would okay. say that I don't hate, but I am not particularly fond of Japanese role-playing games. Oh, okay. So you hate JRPGs, so you're wrong. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, oh, there goes so Steven Tales... with the opinion again. Sorry. That's what I do. He that's had what I do. to. He had to. We were getting close to the end. Yeah. And he hadn't said anything yet, so I knew it was coming. <laughs> yep. So, um, it's it's so it's anime as all get out. Like it's anime. It's just it's anime. Like it it looks like it's hand drawn. It, it's the Tale series is has gone back to the I believe even the PS2 era. So this thing is a storied franchise. It basically has moved and developed alongside Final Fantasy. It follows the same pattern in that it is always tales of blank. Um, and the games are not related. I mean, they have some mm-hmm. themes and stuff that might be similar. They're always different. Um, and they're always anime as all get out. And this is absolutely one. Um, what's really interesting is just the way they, um, the voice acting was kind of neat. And, uh, I was playing it. What's cool about them is you can play two player. You can mm-hmm. like, they're, they're action oriented in combat. So my son had a controller and the two of us kind of jammed out and we played a good, I think, over the course of a couple of days, a good four or five hours of the game, got into, like, the meat cool. of the story. Um, if you are looking for a reasonably okay, I mean, it's not the wor- it's not a world-changing role-playing game, right? Like, you're not going to play this and be like, wow, this is Dragon Age, this is not Mass Effect, this is not, you know, it's a, you're going to go buy it used for $22 at GameStop, you know, and just have a thing to do, and it's fun, um... Then I would I would recommend this to just about everybody. It's got Tales of Zestiria. Hmm. Um, it's fun. I mean, it's popcorn. You know, like not, yeah. not everything has to be the deepest experience you've ever had. This is absolutely right. a popcorn video game, and I loved every minute I played so far. Cool, cool. Anything else? I don't think so. <laughs> Steven is making remember. a face for you listening. <laughs> yeah, that's what the pa- the pause he is. The, he has the furrowed brow. <laughs> Um, no, um, we, uh, no, I, not, I mean, I've been messing around, I've just been messing around on my, um, you know, I played a little bit more Rainbow Moon, and, you know, I'm just messing around with the stuff on my PlayStation 4, it's just an interesting little experience. Yeah. You know. Okay, cool. Um, all right, well, I think that's going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at gamingwithmoms uh, or me personally at Nicole Tanner Steven at Dootsmania and Regina at Doc Liz am yeah. I right about that? Two Z's. Okay, cool. Yep. <laughs> yes. Alright, so so those are all us. Just, uh, you know, tweet at us like uh, Morgan did because we love it. Um, and uh, what else? Steven is uh, part of Engaged Family. Or he's not part of. He is Engaged Family Gaming. I am, in fact. <laughs> um, and you can find them at uh, engagedfamilygaming.com. And they're on Facebook. And they're on Twitter. And has the live show. Ha- Steven, have you started the live show back up? 
Uh, no, I have not. But oh. I will be doing another one. But I, it's been it's been a thing. I've been actually having some problems with lighting. It sounds oh. weird. it sounds kind of weird. We've been having some technical difficulties. <laughs> um, stay tuned. Like the Facebook page. Um, but uh, interestingly enough, I have a, a new, a interesting crop of young writers who oh, are all oh, nice. under the age of twelve who oh, will wow. be uh, oh, assisting wow. me in publishing some pretty adorable content on uh, nice. my site. So nice. um, keep your fun. eyes on Engage Family. Oh, it's gonna be totally fun. I have yeah. a uh, a cousin of mine or a cousin of mine's son is writing all about Yu-Gi-Oh, and he's just very excited. <laughs> and nice. he sent he sent me an article, and it had an image with an image credit, and I was like, "Your uncle writes for Gamespot." <laughs> yes, he does. You absolutely know what's going on. So no, it's gonna be great. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, because I just started asking around and found a lot of kids that wanted to just participate, and so I'm in exchange for helping them you know, write their five-paragraph essays for school, you know, right? Like, t- teaching them how to do that stuff. They're writing about games for me. <laughs> it sounds like a win-win. And why not? It's yeah. be fun. A yeah, lot of fun. Cool. Uh, Regina works for the Geek Embassy, and she's also, like I said, author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. But she's doing a pretty cool video series. It's a video series, right, Regina? Yes, a video series. Yeah. yeah. So, so why don't you tell us about that? Uh, it's called Good Words. We just released our latest episode today on um, stock. Wait, no, that's next week. Um, round and flat characters and static and dynamic characters. Um, so talking, we talk a lot about Tolkien, actually, it's might be the episode where it came out that I hadn't read the books. <laughs> no, I think that was earlier, actually. Um, but we talk about, um, specifically, you know, which characters are round and which are flat in that series. So definitely give that a check. And, uh, we talk in detail about what makes good round characters and how to craft characters like that. So it's uh-huh. a little longer of an episode than our others have been, but we also covered four concepts. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. yeah. You're talking about round characters in Lord of the Rings, and I'm like, I don't even know if I can think of a round character in Lord of the Rings. Anyhow, uh, Tolkien people yell at me, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let's so, be real; they're kind of one-dimensional. Yeah, I know. that's their thing. Actually, I mean, they're, we they're, came they're, to the exact opposite. Um, we came, that were they're mostly round, so. Maybe we have. Can't some. wait to watch. I'll yeah. accept. You know what? You're a, you're the good doctor. I will accept it. I'll have to watch the video because I'm have to watch the video. I, I I am by default not an expert on that topic. <laughs> okay. Even though yes. I do have an opinion. Of course, Stephen has an opinion on everything. So just you know, be ready for it. Um. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks With so much living, for listening. Breathing YouTube comment. <laughs> Uh, And on that note, we'll be back with you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.